Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about living alone. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we are talking about how dangerous it is to live by yourself. And the sad reality is that most of us are in fact still living alone. We may have family or roommates living physically with us in the same home, but spiritually we're out in the cold. When a thief breaks in in the night, there's no one to warn us. There's no one to support us. There's no one to protect us, but it doesn't have to be that way. Psalm 127 makes it clear what happens when we live alone without God. It says, unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is in vain that you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil, for he gives to his beloved sleep. In other words, if God is not part of a person's life, if a person is living alone, they can build the nicest houses and and hire the best watchmen to guard their valuables, but it's all going to be in vain. They'll stay up all night losing sleep because they have no God who can protect them. Now, Jesus takes it one step further. He says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing in John 15, 5. Without God, you can't do anything. Without God, you are defenseless. As long as we live alone, everything is meaningless. That's what Solomon says in Ecclesiastes over and over. Really, that's what the whole book is about. But read with me in what he writes in verse or chapter 4. He says, again, I looked and saw all the oppression that was taking place under the sun. I saw the tears of the oppressed, and they have no comforter. Power was on the side of their oppressors, and they have no comforter. And I declared that the dead who had already died are happier than the living who are still alive, but better than both is the one who has never been born, who has not seen the evil that is done under the sun. You know, that is a powerfully descriptive passage. This world is full of oppression, and it may seem like there is no one to help. Yes, we may be surrounded by people, But how many of them are going to stand in front of your oppressor to comfort you? How many will stand up for you to be justly treated? Solomon said it doesn't happen very often. People are focused on themselves. They have to look out for number one. And this world is an unjust and lonely place. That is, as long as we are without God. Solomon, he picks up in verse 9, writing, Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they'll keep each other warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three is not quickly broken. When we surround ourselves with people who can help and will help us in return, we are able to accomplish more. And when we include a third strand, which is in many weddings has been attributed to God himself, we will not be quickly broken. When we choose 
to let God and other Christians into our lives, there will always be a hand waiting to help us up and someone to help keep us warm. But if we don't have that help, Solomon says everything we attempt will just be like chasing after the wind. We can do nothing of consequence on our own. Of course, we can make plans to do this or that. That's what James says. But without God, it's just vanity. It's just arrogance. We can accumulate savings. We can buy homes. We can raise families, even while we're living alone spiritually. But to what end is it? In some ways, living apart from God is the same as living alone in the world. There are some benefits. You do what you want. You get to set the thermostat how you like it. But what's the point if you have no one to share your life with? And when danger strikes, you're on your own. Without Christ, we can do nothing that matters. And when danger does come, we'll still be alone. Now, the question becomes, what does it mean to live alone spiritually? Are we just talking about people who are adamantly opposed to God? Or can this affect us too? I imagine most of the people who are going to take 10 minutes out of their day to study along with this, they're not going to consider themselves to be a part of that camp. But can we still be living apart from God, even if we've gone through the lip service of inviting him in? Hebrews 11 seems to tell us that's a real possibility. The writer says, without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Hebrews 11 verse 6. Rewind and listen to that again. There are people who would try to draw near to God, but don't believe or act on these two core principles of faith. They live their lives religiously perhaps, but they don't look to God as one who rewards those who seek him. They literally live far, that's the opposite of drawing near, from God, even though they are surrounded by reminders that he exists and that he is faithful. Maybe they have the scriptures memorized in their entirety and their theology is perfect in theory, but God, he's not really in their lives. In Matthew 7, Jesus said, many will say to me on that day of judgment, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and perform many miracles? And then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. In Matthew 7, verses 22 through 23. Rooting ourselves in Christ means so much more than just learning what the word says. It means we allow ourselves to be transformed by that word. It becomes our foundation. It becomes our home. In Matthew 7, Jesus was warning us not just to be people who do everything in his name. We have to be people who let him in while we're doing those things. That faith, if it's not with Christ rooting in it and being its foundation, it's just empty and meaningless and vain repetition. God isn't looking for people who can just go through the right motions and say the right words. He's looking for us to grow out of him, letting him be the source of our very being. Again, Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches, and if a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing in John 15, 5. It's only when we become the branches to the vine that we can do something meaningful. And the Bible is filled with reminders of that truth, reminders that we can't get through this life alone. 
Paul wrote, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength in Philippians 4.13. Or when God gave Paul a thorn to humble him, three times Paul prayed for God to remove that thorn. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, Paul writes, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me in 2 Corinthians 12.9. Through God's grace, I can do anything. But if I try living alone, whether that's by vocally rejecting God or if it's just refusing to let him be my whole foundation, the source of my life, then no matter how hard I try, my work will still be meaningless and I'll still be left defenseless. As the psalmist put it, our God is willing to build the house. He's willing to watch over our city. But if we try to live without him, it will all be in vain. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and studying God's word with you next time. Thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in his word. And I'm so glad you did it with us today. If you think that it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app, whether that's Spotify or YouTube. It helps us reach more and more people with the message of Jesus every day. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Christ, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.